It's four o'clock on a Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for another exciting episode of Taxi TV Live. This week, starring me and you. Hello, guys. How are you? Let's uh, check in with the chat room and see who all's here. We've got Vicky, Adriana, Toon Creator, Andy, Amanda. Wendy Landers, Brandon, Ken, hello everybody. How are you guys? Um, <laughs> everybody's clapping. Hey guys, I was going to start out and say, how was your weekend? But I think everybody's weekend kind of sucked, huh? Um, you know, not great news over the weekend. Very sad. Uh, my heart goes out to um, all of us on the staff. Uh, send best, best wishes. To the folks in Orlando, very, very sad that that's the world that we live in now, that uh, you can go out for a good time and not come home. Anyway, um, so this week we are going to do forwards and returns for the Moody Instrumental Queue listing. Um, I'm going to read you the listing, uh, and then I'm going to go make it a little cooler in my office because it's a little warm at the moment. The listing reads, ominous, moody, underscore instrumental cues are needed by a non-exclusive production music library for a range of projects they're currently pitching to. Uh, they're hunting for suspenseful, tension-filled, down-to-mid-tempo underscore cues that could work well for shows like Fear the Walking Dead, um, The Vampire Diaries, American Horror Story, X-Files, etc., etc., etc. Please submit well-crafted underscore cues. Uh, that instantly gives the audience a feeling of uneasy anticipation. You know, the type of music that has you feeding your lap with popcorn instead of your mouth. <laughs> Congratulations to Anthony for coming up with that line. That was great. Uh, instrumentation can vary, but focus, should focus on a central melodic motif while weaving layers of different instruments in and out to keep your cues forward moving and emotionally engaging. All submissions should be two minutes long with a crescendo that leads to a button stinger ending, stinger ending, broadcast quality is needed, blah, 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 you know the rest. It's all kind of boilerplate stuff. So I must admit, I probably shouldn't be doing the show. Well, I shouldn't be casting my vote because it's a tough one. These, um, these are hard, kind of hard to judge, you know. Um, there's no, like, no, there's no song form. Cues typically have kind of a form to them, but um, the ones that are kind of eerie and creepy are a little less defined maybe than the ones that have a beat to them. Um, so I, I personally just find them hard to judge. If I were a screener, this would not be something that I would be screening, but I'm really curious to see what the screeners forwarded, what they did not. Um, I see somebody mentioning the audio is low. Uh, are you guys feeling that overall? I noticed before the show when I was setting my audio levels that I've got my little slider set up higher than normal, um, yet the audio is showing up a little lower than normal. Curious. So I'm raising it up. There's not much, not much to go. How's that? Any better? Interesting. Audio is fine there. Other people are saying yes, lower. Some people are saying it's fine here. 
who the hell's right? Oh, well, I'll keep an eye on it. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Some people are saying low, some people are saying high. Well, turn up your volume because it's weird. My little slider on Ustream is up higher, but I can see that my level's not. Like if I clap my hands, there you go. That went into the red. Uh, that went way into the red. <laughs> All right, I am going to turn up or turn down my AC. And I will be back in two seconds and we will get cranking on this stuff. Okay, I'm about to go into the refrigerator zone because my air conditioning this time of day either is too cold or too hot. All right, uh, so onward we go. And let's listen to the first one, which is called Unholy Shadow. For those of you who are new to the show, what we do is cast your votes. Plus one means you would have forwarded it. Not that you personally like it or don't like it. Would you forward it for that listing if you were the taxi screener? Plus one. Minus one if you would not.
Peter Rail says could work under dialogue plus one. <laughs> I feel a rock star burp. Here I have to give them a little advertising. Excuse me. <laughs> I wonder what like real TV hosts do when they have to burp. I guess they edit it out. All right, so it was mostly minus ones. Um, the screener actually forwarded that one. I was trying to imagine what kind of scene I would use that for. And like I said, I am not expert on this stuff at all. This would be uh, a listing that if I were asked to screen it, I, I wouldn't do it because I'm not a good judge of it. However, it was very easy for me to imagine what kind of scene I would use this for. It'd be one of those scenes, um, oh gosh, uh, the movie with the girl who, you know, they live in the future. It's kind of a dystopian theme. Um, and she's separated from her family and she joins whatever, you know, there are four different groups that you join. And when they shot her up with whatever drug and they were checking out her mental stuff to see if she fit in this group or that group. This would have been really, really good for that type of thing. I couldn't come up with any other stuff. It was very effects-based. I see several people have um, mentioned that. Um, oh, that's right. We now publish the forwards on it blog, is it blog or blogs? I think blog.taxi.com. Um, we have some old blogs that I wrote like back in 2014 on there, but there's another link that gets you to the forwards for certain listings. And just so you know, we don't necessarily publish them in the chronological order. We publish them when we're done with them and we know what the result is. Um, so yes, Charles Wilson 3, it is possible to see what songs or cues have been forwarded to a listing. Um, we just started doing this recently. Um, and I think that Bria publishes the stuff on, uh, probably on Twitter. She probably says, here's forwards for listing number, blah, blah, blah. And there you go. I think Bria may, Bria is actually out of town on vacation and being the great staff person she is. I think she's uh, trying to send a link to tell you guys where it's forwarded, but the Ustream software doesn't let you publish a link. But hi, Bria. Anyway, um, I was in the minority. I would have forwarded that. Um, it, you know what? Another way to judge it, it actually was making my palms sweat, and that's a pretty good way to tell. So I was certainly in the minority. All right, now um, let's go to this one and have a listen. This one is called Eerie Suspense. If I do, that's going to get really loud.
now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, cast your votes a plus one if you would forward it for a listing such as this, minus one if you would not. Ominous Moody underscore instrumentals are needed by a non-exclusive production music library for a range of projects they'll be that they're currently pitching to. They're hunting for suspenseful, tension-filled, down-to-mid-tempo underscores that could work well for shows like Fear the Walking Dead, The Vampire Diaries, American Horror Story, X-Files, etc. Uh, please submit well-crafted underscore cues. Instantly gives the audience a feeling of an e uneasy anticipation. All right, and we have... Hmm. Kind of a mixed bag. Um, I'm going to say 65% from what I'm seeing coming through so far about... 65% would forward this. <laughs> Bob LaGrasso says the music makes Michael hungry. No, actually, Bob, I just remembered. I didn't take my vitamins yet. <laughs> and you know what? They make these little dudes like candy. So they're really good. You can overdose on vitamins when you get hungry. Um, Hmm. I'm going to go with about 65-70% on that one. That one was not forwarded. Um, I do remember personally midway through this thing, through that one, thinking it's not going anywhere. Um, it, For me personally, it, it didn't seem to increase the uneasy feeling. Um, that's just me. Like I said, I'm the wrong guy to be judging these dudes. But you guys are the right guys. Right, gummy vitamins. Love the gummy vitamins. Very addictive. And they put sugar on the outside. Does it get any better than that? Okay, let's listen to another one. Um, this one is called... Unseen Lurking. Good title. I like that. Unseen Lurking.
Cast your votes. Plus one if you would forward that for ominous moody underscore instrumentals. Um, give you a feeling of uneasy anticipation. That was short. I, I'm always amazed. Uh, I'm telling you, you guys are really splitting these down the middle. and It's such a tough one. I, I don't know what the screeners do. I know that the people screening it are people who are experienced uh, users of this kind of music, let's say, and they know what they're doing. But, you know, how do you judge this other than by gut feeling? Um... Excuse me. Brandon Sturielli, uh, call the office at 818 2464 That's 818-222-2464. And ask for Anthony. And uh, Anthony will resubscribe you to the list. Especially if you're a current member, you should absolutely be getting the emails because that's how you get updates about the road rally and all kinds of other great. Um, so again, this one looked like it was split down the middle, you know, like a 60-40 maybe. Um, I kind of like that one. Um, the screener didn't afford it. But again, uh, some of you caught this and made a point of mentioning it in the chat. Um, it didn't feel like it went anywhere. It, it just kind of stayed at one level throughout. Maybe that was the trick to getting forwarded. Um, let's listen to another one. This one is called Don't Wake the Dead.
<laughs> the pee meter. <laughs> All right, cast your vote. Your votes, guys. Plus one for a forward. Minus one if you would not forward that. Now I've got sugar all over my mouse pad from eating my gummy vitamins. So you guys liked my little friend. I'll play with him again while you're casting your votes. It's so hard to do things in reverse. There, it's my evil twin. Whee, with his head spinning. Yeah, Bob, the taxi app is in the, um, uh, you can get it from Android, it's in the Play Store and available at iTunes as well. Robbie Hancock, I agree with you. I see clowns in these cues too. I am scared of clowns. As a matter of fact, where's my phone? I've got a great clown picture I want to show you. I said something for kids about a month ago. So that one got mostly, uh, I, I think it was mostly, uh, There I am. I'm back. That was weird. It just froze. Um, I think that one got uh, mostly plus ones. Okay, I've got to find you guys um, a photograph. I don't know if I can find it quickly enough to not make the show boring. There you go. For those of you who are afraid of clowns, I was at some kid's thing, and that was uh, on the outside. That was like 12 feet tall on the outside of one thing's for little kids. And I thought, if I were a kid, I'd run like hell. I don't know why grown-ups think kids like clowns. They always scared the crap out of me. Um, anyway... Yeah, I, I personally, like I said, not an expert on this stuff, but I thought that one was pretty obvious for a forward. It, it had an arc to it. It built, it uh, made your palms sweat. It was very easy to imagine it, several kinds of scenes. Um, I thought it did the trick of being ominous and creepy and uh, all that stuff. So good job on that one. Check off my little list here. Okay. My little CD player is making all kinds of noise today. Um, and let me bring the volume back down because I raised it up pretty high for that one. Okay. So this one is called Missing People. Let's have a listen. Yes, the last one did get forwarded. 
Curious to see what you guys think. Cast your votes. Plus one if you would forward that. Minus one if you did not pants while listening. <laughs> Dap Junior 45 says, thanks, Michael. I'm sleeping with the lights on. Wow, there's something I didn't know before, that clowns go back to the fifth dynasty in Egypt. Interesting factoid. See, you're always learning something new on Taxi TV, and not just music stuff. I love our community. A uh, bunch of plus ones coming in on that one. It's nice. I see some new names in there. AJ Hal, 98, hello, Jam Still, Satat, Satat. I don't know how to pronounce some of the names, but I'm glad you're here. DJ Lettuce, <laughs> uh, don't leave. <laughs> All right, that one, I'm going to call that about an 80, 90 percenter. Um, Somebody said they would change the title on that one. Uh, the title was Missing People. I don't know. Um, oh, gosh. What was the movie? Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Um, yeah. When Jodie Foster entered the guy's house and the lights were out, or she went down the basement chasing the guy, and he had on the uh, night vision goggles. Oh, my God. That was one of the scariest scenes in any movie of all time. Uh, Russell's driving in his car, missing all the visual aids today. Peter Harper, all the way from Scotland. Thanks for staying up late. And you're in Amanda land. She's in Ireland. Um, I know of a clown running for president. Uh, clowning goes back further than cave painting. Interesting. Yeah, well, they didn't have TV, so they had to entertain themselves somehow. All right. Uh, well, you guys were right. That one did get forwarded. I, I like that one personally. Like I said, not a world-class expert by any stretch of the imagination. This one is called Dream Undead Queen. I like that title. <laughs>
All right, that was Dream Undead Queen. Plus one if you would forward that. Minus one if you would not. I wish everybody was in the chat room because for those of you who are watching the show after the fact in the archives and you see me doing that, it means I'm just watching and being entertained by the folks in the chat room and they are very entertaining. Um, and Bria is actually doing uh, head counts on the votes, which thank you for that. The uh, last one was 26 plus ones and one or eight minus ones. Yeah, if anybody's watching the show and you are not um, logged into the chat room, you should really start logging into the chat room. You're, you're missing a good chunk of Taxi TV if you're not logging in. Uh, dun, dun. By the way, did very many of you guys see last week's episode with Chuck Henry and Stephen Baird? Um, just those guys are, were so incredibly helpful and talented and just I, I love that episode the audio sucked for some reasons they are very quiet speakers the microphone was about three or four feet away from me and about 14 inches away from them yet somehow I was louder I don't get it and it's a kind of an omni microphone that picks up everything so I tried to get them to speak loudly There's so many, uh, I'm waiting for the total from Bria. <laughs> I'm not gonna guess on this one. But uh, there's so many people, so many taxi members that wanna do hip hop. It, it gets asked for all the time. Tell me, if I walked up to a hundred music supervisors and said, uh, you know, everybody shout out the most frequently used um, genre, uh, probably 90% of them would say hip hop. We get listings for it all the time. And uh, the industry is really hungry for it, but a lot of people are intimidated about doing it. And I thought Chuck did such a great job of showing that, it, I mean, it, look, the guy's talented. He makes it look easy, but I don't think it's all that hard. And as Chuck, uh, I think his main point the other day or last week was, don't get hung up on the details. Just start working it and throwing stuff in. And he said, I think he said it takes him three or four hours. He does about a cue a day and uh it's quite amazing um 24 minus ones so 24 returns and three forwards on that one and that one was in fact a return so the consensus is you guys agreed with the screener um steve tushed says he's logged in listening but not really my thing just curious that's all right be curious because you know what Sometimes it may open a door for you. It may spark something. Uh, I think it's really you to tune in and watch a show about a genre you don't do. Stephen Baird, who was on last week's show, I mean, he was a kid when he signed up. I, I remember meeting him at his first road rally, scrawny little kid that just said, I'm going to do this. And he was trying to submit rock and roll stuff, like band rock stuff, and wasn't getting forwards, and then decided to do a hip hop cue. And I'm telling you, the guy's making a six-figure income doing a lot of hip-hop and EDM, and he's very, very talented at it. 
<laughs> Robbie Hancock says he's going to try hip hop. Uh, you know, honestly, I'm tempted to do it. Not that I can submit or, you know, compete with our members, but those guys made it look so much fun and made it look easy and doable that I'm thinking about doing it in all that spare time that I've got. Um, okay. Where are we going here? I am going to this one, and this one is called March to Light. Let's have a listen. March to Light. All right, cast your votes, ladies and gentlemen. Plus one if you would forward that, minus one if you would not. <laughs> Brandon says his dog is not particularly fond of this episode. <laughs> Bradley says, very nice to hear what's being forwarded, extremely helpful. This is a weird episode because I don't think any of us really know how to judge this stuff. Um, but we have plenty of back episodes where we've done uh, ear training before and, and played stuff that was forwarded. Now, by the way, you can always go to the forward section of the forum, which is at forums with an S, forums.taxi.com. Go there, and the first thing you will see at the top of the page, I believe, says forward. And you can look up and see um, people will go on there and go, yeah, I got forwarded for XYZ listing and they will usually link their song that got forwarded or their track. So it's a great way to, um, so many of our successful members have said that that's how they learned how to get their stuff 20% better. Oh, that's where the bar is at. So use the forward section. Russell's at a stoplight. 
Working late tonight, Russ? Will I do one on the 150K EDM songs? Didn't I do one on that already? I think I might have. Okay, so, ooh, this one was split right down the middle. A virtual tie. 14 people said it was a forward. 13 people said it was a return. And the people who voted, uh, Craig, Robert, uh, ooh, a couple more plus ones came in. And those plus one people who would have forwarded this are 100% right. The screener did, in fact, forward it. So there you go. Taxi members, there's another, well, anybody who votes plus one now, like, kind of like telling us who got elected for president the morning after the election. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Should we listen to one called Dark and Scary Night? Why? I think we shall. Let's have a listen. Come on. All right, cast your votes. I'm very curious to see what you thought of Dark and Scary Night. Somebody said they had an ex-housemate that had a clown outfit. <laughs> the minute I found out that I had a housemate that had a clown outfit, I would be calling the police, <laughs> either a child molester, or John Wayne Gacy, I don't care. I remember one year my uh, my daughter Hannah had a, a, 
a deep love for Ariel from uh, whatever that movie was, Little Mermaid Ariel. When she was two years old, we uh, called one of those places where you get a, a character to show up and do balloon animals and give candy or something out to the kids. This Ariel showed up drunk. It was a rather, well, let's just say she wasn't slim and trim, nor was she young like Ariel. She looked nothing like Ariel other than she had a red wig on, kind of an orangey red wig. <laughs> Sorry, get out of her car for the house. I share it, hey? Out of her mouth, my wife and I were dying. Like, oh no, our poor kid's gonna be disappointed. And, and Hannah was just like so chatty with Ariel and went along with the whole thing. She was two years old, you know. And a couple months ago, Hannah was home and uh, we were recounting the story of, of the uh, portly chain smoking alcoholic Ariel. And Hannah said, I knew she was a fake the whole time, but I didn't want you guys to be disappointed, so I went along with it. I can't believe she remembered that, but she absolutely described the lady, so there you go. All right, and here's the report from our wonderful producer calling in from the, the wilds of Indiana. Uh, that one had 20 plus ones, eight minus ones. And funny enough, it wasn't forwarded. forwarded. And you know what? I know exactly why this one wasn't forwarded. Um, it was two different things. It went through two scenes. You know what? Let's go back and listen to that one a little bit. Let's get some edumacation on this. Listen to how it starts out. It's one thing. It's one thing if you press the button correctly. So there's this section, it's not bad, right? But then... So it's building a little bit on this. Come on. So we're like a minute and a half into this and we're starting to get a little variation on the theme. And bammo, right here, it goes into a whole different thing. I mean, it's still on top of the same thing. This is really good, but this is a whole different piece. So my guess is the reason the screener didn't forward that one is because it's really, it's not really two different scenes, but it starts out slow and creepy. It's very easy to imagine, you know, somebody like the Silence of the Lambs, dark basement scene, and then you could have somebody running upstairs, you know, looking for the door before the scary clown with a 12 inch knife is going to get them. That would be great if it were scored to picture, but as a cue, uh, you don't know where that timeline is going to hit. So I'm just second guessing the screener. I'm guessing that that's why they didn't forward it. Too radical of a change. Okay, makes sense. Thank you, Tim. Um,
predator contrast too sharp maybe you know like i said i'm second guessing um and i love second guessing because you're always right um somebody said uh in the chat before i would love to meet a group of screeners um the reason i don't do groups is it gets a little impersonal first of all the camera only goes 110 or 120 degrees wide um, and i've tried to find cameras with a wider um, viewing angle but they're not the, the tremendously high quality that this one is and the other reason is the farther the more people the farther back we have to get from the microphone and it gets too roomy and the most important reason is I like getting screeners on here one at a time so that you can really get to know them. Um, who do we have on? We had Scott Warren on a couple of weeks ago. We've had two Scott Warrens. Uh, I mean, one guy twice. We had Michelle Bell on. We'll have other screeners on. I, I like when you guys get to meet the screeners. Um, so there you go. Michael's tip. Timeline is important. Yeah, it, it's tough. If your piece... You know, if you can shut your eyes and imagine what's going on in the scene and it's like it goes from this scene to a different part of that scene or it goes to a different type of scene altogether, then you've actually scored the movie or scored the scene, but you don't know what the picture is. So if you were an editor pulling this out of a library or a music supervisor, um, first of all, they're going to judge it by what they hear in the first 15 to 30 seconds. In the case of this one, they're going to hear drone, drone, drone. And they could say, wow, that works really well for this. And then they go ahead and they fly it into the picture. And all of a sudden comes this ding, 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 part. And they go, well, hold on. That's not what I wanted. That wasn't what I thought I was going to get. So try and stick with the same thing. Now, if that had been scored to picture and it was timed out perfectly to the change in action, could have been great. Um, aren't most cues supposed to have an A and a B section? You know, Honestly, you can almost get away with, and I hear plenty of cues, I hear them all the time, that only have an A section. Um, if you've got, and think of an A section kind of like the chorus of a song. So usually there's a very short, almost no, sometimes no intro at all, and it goes right into this A section. I noticed with the hip hop cue that Chuck Henry did last week, he had a B section. It was a breakdown, kind of a bridge in there. Some do it. Um, but it still works in the context. You know what I mean? It's not a scene change, I guess is what I'm trying to say, is it still sounds like the same piece of music and the mood hasn't changed. And also, if you notice, when you hear a B section, I think that we actually talked about this on the show last week. I think. I could be wrong. But you know how I'm always telling you guys don't do like a whole note rest or a half note stop? Um, I think that Chuck actually had like a 16th of a note rest in there. And I think it might have been before or after, maybe before and after the bridge. So it was really easy to chop that out. But it was also the kind of bridge that you could let it play right through and it wouldn't change your emotion or the mood or take your attention away from the scene. So I think there are a couple of schools of thought and like most things in life and certainly in the music industry, no hard, fast rules. Um, Okay, let's listen to this one. This one is called Approaching Storm.
All right, cast your votes. Plus one for a forward, minus one if you would not. Captain, I got a wiener stuck in the warp drive. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I got two wiener stories for you. And no, these are not going where you think they are. Uh, while you're casting your votes, uh, first of all, my wife was sending a text to a rabbi whiner, W, um, E-I-N-E-R, I don't know. Anyway, her cell phone auto-corrected in the text said, hi, rabbit wiener. <laughs> That's what went to the rabbi. I thought that was great. She said, sorry, auto-correct. He did not respond. <laughs> And yesterday, I was at a friend's house for a midday barbecue. They said, you know what, let's hang out, watch a movie. And for some reason, the husband um, chose the movie um, Wiener about Congressman, or former Congressman Anthony Wiener from New York, who uh, got busted sending uh, inappropriate texts to um, people of the opposite gender. And he resigned from Congress, then decided to run for New York City mayor and got busted again. It's rare that you'll ever hear me say this, but don't waste even $6.99 watching that one on demand. One of the worst movies ever made. Um, okay, question for Michael. How come tension cues on TV shows have very little melodic theme, but the listings always ask for one? Um, I don't know. Um, I don't have a good answer for you. I guess it it's all depends on how you, uh, what you would call a melodic theme. I mean, a melodic theme could be three very long legato notes where there's barely a, um, you know, anything noticeable thematically about it um, or melodically about it. I don't know. And, and are the cues that you're hearing um there's so many different kinds of tension cues which this is something i want to do a show on this i need to remember to do a show on this there are tension cues like on the bachelor where you're waiting for the bachelorette to get the rose um that's one kind of tension cue then you have tension cues that are used in other kinds of contest reality shows where they're waiting to find out what the vote was like on dancing with the stars or something then there are tension cues where something, you know, in, in a, like a dramatic tension cue. It's a whole different kind of tension cue. So the industry loves to look for tension cues. They love to use tension cues. But I would say that you, we could probably do an entire show on the different types of tension cues there are. So that might be a good show. I'm going to make a note. Hey, Bria, write that down on your list of, of possible show ideas. Tension cue types. Um, Mark Doyle asked earlier in the chat, can't they, um, can't they just use what they want and cut out the rest? They absolutely can. Uh, but they don't want to. <laughs> if they can avoid the work, they will. Look, editors, like everybody else in the world, they want their job to be as easy as it can be and they're working especially if they're doing episodic tv on a weekly basis they want to spend the least amount of time getting each cue in there so uh you know if your cue requires them to edit and remember editors aren't necessarily musicians they're editors um they edit picture but yet they're charged with the task of especially in reality tv of laying in the music 
So look, a lot of editors are musicians and they have some musical chops and they can cut on a beat and they understand what a bar is, um, not the kind of go woohoo drinking at, but they, they have a good sense of music. And then there's some guys that are just strictly picture guys and they don't know. So if they hear something that requires them to find a beat or, you know, look for what four bars would be and cut, you know, using a waveform, they might just go, eh, I'm gonna listen for something else. So there you go. Make it easy. That's right. Robbie Hancock says, make it easy for them to use your music. Truer words have never been spoken, my friend. Thank you for that. Um, okay, we've got half an hour left and we got a couple more to do. I might take a few questions and we might actually finish early today. <laughs> Just as cornerstone of the music biz, editors are even lazier than reporters. <laughs> Uh, you know, how would you, should I do a panel this year, just like three editors, like um, maybe get an editor that does dramatic TV, um, get an editor that does reality TV, and then an editor that does film so that they can explain how their lives are different. Maybe just do that as a panel. And for those of you who are living on another planet and don't know, the taxi which is the free convention that every taxi member gets to count them two free tickets to the road rally is coming right up on November 3rd through the 6th. It's going to be our 20th road rally this year. I'm pulling out all the stops and I'm going to make it friggin' amazing for you guys. Um, editor panel. Okay. Um, let's now listen to this one, which is called Asylum. Let's see what Asylum sounds like.
I'm giving that one the last go fade because we've gone on for over three minutes, and I think we got the idea. So cast your votes. Plus one if you would forward mine. And if you would return that puppy and let's see if you agree with the screener. And while you're casting your votes, let's see. Um, somebody earlier said more remotes. I would love to do more remotes. Um, they're kind of a, they're difficult. <laughs> but yes, I will do more remotes. Uh, I really enjoy doing them other than the fact that it's a lot of work. Um, but they are very educational. And uh, uh, you know what's amazing? What's amazing is how little gear Chuck and Steve use. I mean, Steve did that amazing EDM song on nothing but a laptop and a keyboard that was about the size of this thing. Yes, that's where the taxi theme comes from. Seriously, he had a little tiny keyboard that was twice as wide as that. You could fit the thing in the bottom of a briefcase. He used that and a three-year-old MacBook Pro and that's what he did that amazing song on. Um, so, and he did it on an airplane. And Chuck is doing stuff in a bedroom, had a very high ceiling, probably like a 10 or 12 foot high ceiling in his bedroom. Um, no acoustic treatment whatsoever, fair amount of glass, very reflective walls, and his stuff still sounds great. He's doing it on near field monitors, he knows his room, so there you go. Um, <laughs> the element said, did I mention the 150K listing? Went out to get chicken. <laughs> uh, what happened? Did my battery just die? No. Okay, anyway, um, so that one was 29 returns and two forwards. And it was pretty obvious why that one didn't get forwarded because it wasn't ominous, moody underscore. Uh, it really did sound somewhat like 8-bit uh, video game music. Just wasn't right for the pick. Okay, and we've got one more. This one is called Fear's Edge. Let's have a listen.
All right, cast your votes. Plus one. If you would forward, minus one. If you would not. It's fine. That one was actually fairly loud here in the studio at Taxi World Headquarters. I see that you guys thought it was kind of quiet. Interesting. Um, all right. Bria, do you remember if we did a show playing the forwards and returns from the 150K EDM listing? I think that was for a TV commercial, I want to say. Um, if we haven't, we will do a show for that one. Do you guys want me to play that last one again? Oh, Bria says we didn't. Okay, then we will do an episode for that one. Um, We'll try and do it next week. How's that? I don't think I've got a show planned for next week. <laughs> People are saying, no, don't play it again. Okay, 11 plus ones, 14 minus ones. Gotta say, you guys disagreed with the screener. That one was a forward. Um, it didn't, somebody said it didn't have much of an arc, and I tend to agree with that, although it was ominous and moody. Um, you know what else? If you're familiar um, with these shows, like I could absolutely hear that one on American Horror Story. Um, I haven't, uh, I've seen an episode or two of The Vampire Diaries, Walking Dead, I have, Fear the Walking Dead I've never seen, X-Files. Do they have a new X-Files out? Am I crazy or do I remember hearing that? I used to love the old X-Files. Um, but, you know, that had some uneasy anticipation in it, but the jury was kind of split on that one. All right, I'm going to play it one more time and I will play it more loudly. I'll just play you like a minute of it. Here's your edit point, Keith.
off the guy in the office below me he's a very nice man i don't want to upset him <laughs> all right there you have it um so you want any questions um did you guys like it better that time around that was a forward by the way uh and you know frankly that would be perfect for x-files so any general q a or should we just call it a day and end a little early people are it just goes to show a little more volume um, and more people liked it uh, which brings up the point uh, sometimes on the show you guys see I have to reach back and turn stuff way up always make sure your levels are pretty darn loud when you're printing your uh, final product that's going out but then listen to it back and make sure that you're not distorting okay Yeah, there's a little lag time there. People are still commenting on the, uh, they liked it better with more volume, which I certainly understand. I'm actually getting a little weird. I think the combination of the uh, Rockstar combined with the vitamins, I will be a chatterbox at dinner tonight. Um, let's see, there were 281 submissions and there were 78 forwards somebody just asked that question and producer bria was so on the job that she actually included that at the top of my little crib sheet here so thanks bria 281 submissions 78 forwards a clown music show <laughs> that would be funny um tips on instrumentation for listings like this i'm not expert enough to give you advice but i'm sure other people in the chat room are i mean clearly it's all like keyboard and sample driven um when all else fails grand piano with a lot of air around it and lots of reverb is a is a good place to start Okay, Jam still says, I have an off-topic question. As long as it's not off-color, sure, lay it on me. Russell says, I can't imagine Michael being quiet at dinner. Yeah, my 15 dominates. She shuts me up all the time. 
Um, how long do hip hop cues tend to be? The standard 130 to two minutes? Yes, that's pretty much the default range for almost all cues. Um, didn't this program only be an hour? It used to be an hour. Yeah, it did start out as an hour, but it always felt short. We didn't have enough time for Q&A. We just let it go as long as it feels like it should go. Um, how about a show on, orig on instrumental original Christmas music without too much sleigh bells? Well, going to be a lot of sleigh bells. Um, let me make a note about that, because I'm sure... Producer Bria will as well, because I know we've been running a lot. It, it tis the season for Christmas listings. Um, Xmas Instro. Sorry, I don't like calling it Xmas. Xmas Instro listing show. Okay, we'll try and get one of those done. Uh, we're an hour and 20 minutes. Yes, we are. Uh, Mojo says, keep getting dropouts. Yeah, I had my video frame freeze on me a couple times here. Um, yeah, I've been sticking with the medium bitrate lately, and so far we haven't had any major meltdowns. Uh, thanks, Audio Painter. Um, if you need your friend to put vocals on your cue, what compensation you agree with him. Um, boy, oh boy, you know, you should ask that question on the forum. My guess is, look, people do trades. Sometimes uh, they'll ask somebody to do a vocal in exchange. They may do uh, bass and drums. Um, you know, I don't know. It, it really depends on how hard the thing is. And I don't know. I don't want to spit out a number because the guys in the chat room will know better than I. Um, what if there's no length of time included in listing, just follow the length of the reference tracks? It'd be it's pretty rare, I mean, probably a mistake on our part. Um, if you don't see a listing that says uh, instrumental cues should always have a suggested thing and it's usually two minutes. We used to make it 90 seconds and then we had some libraries said, nah, you know, we'd rather get two minutes. Always easy to, easier to lose some than it is to add some. Um, uh, Russell wants to know for the forwards blog, are you blogging everything or just some of the listings? I think we should be doing all of the listings. Um, Bria is doing that, so I'll let her answer that question. Um, but again, we're not doing them in the chronological order because we could have a listing where we only get, you know, 57 submissions and have four forwards. And it's something that we've got a lot of screener availability on and that gets done right away. Uh, we could have another listing that was chronologically before it, maybe even 10 days before it, but we got a ton of submissions and had a tough time getting screeners in to do it. Um, so there's your answer. Bria says, all listings, no dispatch as of now. Um, um, Smike77 says, there was one not included with a recent solo piano. So yeah, we probably missed that. Uh, sorry about that. Um, the listings go through at least two people before they make it out the door, but we've been known to screw up some things. 
and other things. Uh, there is no perfect world. We even go as far as like printing them out on paper because it just looks different on paper and it's easier to proof them. But they, we do have mistakes that make it out the door. Sometimes our mistakes end up on, on competitors' websites. How is that? We don't know. Copy and paste, yes. Do they know where the music is supposed to go? No, not really. Um, so if you don't see a number, and again, this is for instrumental cues for libraries. If you don't see a number, just assume around two minutes and you'll be safe. <laughs> Russell's trying to spell Bria's name. It's, it's, if you just think of Briaga, Briaga, B-R-I-A-G-H-A-A, -A, G H A, one A at the end. Bria. Very Scottish. Or that was Irish. I don't know. I don't do accents well. Um, where is the blog on the website? Um, honestly, there is a link somewhere in the right hand column that says blog, I believe. But we created a separate section of the blog for the forwards. And like Bria said, um, Oh, there you go. Just Google taxi blog, um, blog.taxi.com slash forward. That is blog.taxi.com slash forward. We'll get you there. Peter Harper says, I've had a couple forwards, but heard nothing back. How long does it take on average before the supervisor replies? Um, <laughs> I'm only laughing because we get this question a lot. and It's been getting asked for 20 years or more. Um, most of the time, they're only going to respond if they want something. We've had people that have heard years later. Uh, we've had per people that have heard the same day within an hour or two after something was forwarded. There is no rule of thumb. Um, and that is why our members have coined and used the phrase for many, many years and even made bumper stickers and brought them to the road rally, write, submit, forget, and repeat. Um, sitting by the phone or checking your computer every hour after you get that forward notice will just drive you nuts. And look, most of the time, look, people imagine, there's my music. I can see it in my mind's eye, my music on their computer, on their desk, and they're going to listen to my music and they're going to love it because I worked really hard and it's really great. And I totally understand that. I really do. I get it. But they're also listening to music from six other taxi members or 13 other taxi members. In this case, there were 78 forwards. I would say the library would probably pick 7, 8, 9, 10, 12 of them out of the 78. And they're probably have reached out to other sources. But, you know, you don't need 78 pieces of this kind of music in your library. You need a dozen or so. And they would try and pick stuff that doesn't sound similar to other stuff. So getting back to stuff not where there were 78 forwards. That's a pretty big batch of forwards. Um, but even if your stuff gets forwarded from taxi to an entity, say a music supervisor, that supervisor has reached out to two or three or four or five libraries, reached out to a few composers um, or artists or singer-songwriters, whatever type of request they have. They reach out to multiple sources, usually not like 20 or 50 or 100, but they're going to listen to stuff from various sources and they don't reach out and go, Hey, Lasco, your thing didn't get used. We can't use it. And here's what, here's why not. They don't have the time for that in their life. They really don't. They're really busy. They're usually on really intense timelines, especially on weekly episodic TV, less so on movies, but they've got meetings with producers. They've got 
meetings with editors. They could be probably doing multiple shows and projects at the same time. So they, I, I can't think of a case ever where a supervisor reached back out to people that they didn't use and gave them any sort of explanation why they didn't. So just know you makes your submission and it just goes off into space and more often than not, you don't hear anything. But here's what happens is people get stifled. They don't follow the write, submit, forget, and repeat mantra. Instead, they sit there waiting for the phone to ring or waiting to get an email and they quit making music because they want to find out, did they love that last one or not? So they quit making music and lo and behold, they've missed a month or two or three where they could have been making more music every day. And for every piece of music you make, you do get better. Even if that piece of music isn't necessarily better, you get better because you're doing it more frequently. And we all know that anything you do more frequently, you get better at. Um, Martin says, uh, supervisors hum the song, don't call us, we'll call you. Yep. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Kenda Potter says, I check my spam folder often to make sure I don't accidentally miss an email from a library or supervisor. We have heard countless times from people that they find forwards from taxi and, and contracts from supervisors or libraries sitting in their spam folder. We hear this all the time. So, yes, definitely check that out. Um, videos not freezing on my end, audio painter. Um, All right, uh, one more question if you guys have it, and then we're about done, because it is 5.28, so it is time to end the big show. Um, Musical Lucy says, that is exactly what a composer said on the forum. He finally got a library after three years, but because he stopped writing, he wishes he'd been more prolific. Yep, happens all the time. Creative people get stifled easily. I understand it, because I've worked with creative people entire adult life, but you know what? Get over it. Get past it. Don't let little bumps in the road, little hiccups, little speed bumps, little obstacles make you stop. It doesn't matter. The best thing you can do is just keep forging ahead. Um, there's no substitution for repetition. All right, with that, you guys, I am going to end this show, call it a night, and, oh, you want Barry DeVore's on another show? I just had dinner with Barry, like, two weeks ago. Love that man. He, he's, gosh, what a, that guy, I could just turn the camera on him and just say, tell him some stories, Barry. His stories are fascinating. He is truly the definition of a raconteur. Um, anyway. You are welcome, Tim Walter and, and Vicki and everybody else. Thank you guys all so much. We'll be back next week, and hopefully we will be doing a show on the $150,000 EDM listing. Until then, have a great rest of your week. Bye-bye, you guys. See you soon.